Hello and welcome to Dream a Little. I'm your host, Lo, and I'm here to help you explain your weird kink in a not-so-weird way. A few years back, before I ever created this podcast, my Patreon, or my Tumblr, way back before I ever met my current boyfriend, I used to hide my kink in the dark out of fear of being misunderstood, rejected, or just weirding people out. So I tucked this deep, dark kink so far in the back of my mind. It was as if I put my kink in a box and then I added another box on top of that and then I locked both those boxes and then I buried it in my backyard and then I covered the burial with concrete and then I built an entire house over it. My kink was so hidden, so deep down that sometimes I even convinced myself that I didn't actually like the kink. Usually this would happen after I stumbled upon some blog that was really extreme that I couldn't relate to or I didn't really get the people that I was seeing online. So I'd start to feel this shame resurface and I'd forget about that kink box buried deep inside my backyard. But this box is like the Jumanji game. You know, you just start hearing the beats of the drums calling to you. And as we all know, the urges come back. That desire comes back. And just like my craving for this kink would come and go, my desire to open up about my kinks would as well. I couldn't decide if it was worth the risk. And I didn't know how to put my kink into words. So I kind of used my indecisiveness as an excuse as to why I wasn't ready. And I'd again put it on the back burner because I was scared. And fear was the one thing that was consistent through everything. First, I was scared because growing up in the 90s, there wasn't a ton of information online. It was the beginning of changing times. I mean, there were some websites, but they were bad. The writing was bad. The website looked scammy, like it was going to give you a virus. And back then, it seemed like even people online were all isolated. It was like, just videos of people in the community being isolated and doing isolated things by themselves, but putting it online. So nowadays things are different. Times are changing and I think that's awesome. Then I was scared whoever I was dating with would be grossed out by my kink and want to leave me. So that fear made me clam up. I guarded this secret with every part of my being. And that's the reason why I was an onlooker or a lurker on social media for so long without ever creating an account. And by far, the biggest obstacle in my way was, how do I even begin to put this kink into words? I would obsess over it. But no matter what, I honestly couldn't picture myself admitting I like acting like a baby sometimes. It was embarrassing. I mean, even in my childhood, I always wanted to grow up faster. Maybe it was because I had this kink, but I always wanted to be more mature. So it's just not part of my personality. It was too cringeworthy. It was too awkward. There had to be an easier way than just blurting it out. And now I do know that there is an easier way. What would you say if I told you that I was able to tell my boyfriend about my kinks without ever mentioning the words ABDL or age play? No, I don't have telepathic abilities, but I just used a strategy that I'm going to share with you in this episode, and that's why I'm so excited. Now, even though this method might work for you, you will still have to mention the D word at some point or another, and you'll, you will have to talk about it in person. But this is my strategy for testing the waters and bringing it up for the very first time. 
It's like making a wish list on Amazon to share with someone. It's like, hey, here's something I want to try. Here's something that would make me happy. Choose one and surprise me with it. It's it's like a win-win. It's a win for your partner because they don't have to play the guess what my kink is game that never ends. And it's a win for you because you don't have to have the awkward initial talk. Okay, you're probably like, how did you do it? Here's how I did it. First of all, before you get started, this is going to require you giving a little bit of background on your kinks. At the very least, your partner has to know a few things. They have to know that you're kinky. They have to think that they are open-minded and kinky. Even if they are pretty vanilla compared to what you like, self-image is important. So you want to help your partner believe that they are kinky and they are adventurous in order for this to work. You also want to please them and you want them to know that you have some fantasies that you want to try and you want them to know that you enjoy role-playing and if you're comfortable mentioning anything about DDLG or MDLB, I definitely, definitely recommend it. So now that that's out of the way, the technique is simple. So simple, you're going to be like, this is cheating. And it kind of is, but hey, it's an easy way to get the ball moving, get the conversation flowing. Here's how it went. My boyfriend, TK, and I had been together for about a month or so by this point, and we were really hitting it off. He knew I was kinky because after drunkenly shouting out daddy while we were getting it on one night, he figured out. He put two and two together, and he had been dominating me since then, but that was about it. We would do some like kitten play, some bondage and restraints, but that was the extent of it. And this was way back before our switch life ever existed. So he was not totally in the dark that I had some kinky fantasies, but he had no idea how freaking kinky it could be. So this is where you want to be at in order for this whole process to work. It isn't going to work if your partner thinks you're vanilla and you just surprise them. So don't skip this step and make sure you warm your partner up to the idea of other things and make sure they're also open-minded and kinky. Okay, so once he knew I was kinky, I would start sending him links to different Tumblr gifs or gifs. I'm I'm really not sure. He thinks it's gifs. I think it's gifs, but whatever. I'd send him pictures, mostly porn and DDLG stuff. And then one day I casually suggested that maybe it would be fun for me to create a blog on Tumblr that I could use to reblog things that I wanted to try and share with him rather than sending him a million links to things. And he was totally on board. And I think you can see where this is going. I won't lie. When I first created my account, I was obsessed with Tumblr. I felt like I couldn't do anything else or focus on anything else. Like I immediately started following DDLG accounts and reblogging a ton of content. Like I even hit the content limit one day, which I think is like 250 posts. Tumblr was like, "Mm -mm, you can't post any more than that. (laughs) And I had to wait another 24 hours. So I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And as I did start posting more, I made sure that 95% of all my posts were DDLG or some like watered down version of it. But, you know, maybe one out of every 30, 40 pictures, I would kind of sneak in an ABDL post, but not just any ABDL post. They had to meet a certain criteria, which was no bodily fluids in the picture because that could be really shocking to someone who's not into this. 
They had to have good lighting. There were no adult dips. There was always a cute girl. And it always linked back to an ABDL blog that would showcase this kink in a positive light. And that was it. That was my criteria. And my boyfriend loved the blog idea so much that we would talk about it a lot. While he was at work, he'd send me a link to something I'd reblog and he'd say, oh my gosh, that's so hot. I'm down for it. So I waited patiently for him to notice the sneaky little ABDL content that I had included. And he did bring it up one day. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I did come clean about it being a little turn on. And that's when he was like, this is a hard limit for me and not something that I could do. And I was like, that's totally understandable. I totally get that this isn't for everyone. It's just a silly little thing that, you know, I like. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you knew. My point is this. The conversation doesn't need to be a long, drawn-out one. It can be short. It can be to the point. You don't need to explain yourself any further than, this is a kink I have. It turns me on. And after that, I didn't stop reblogging ABDL stuff every now and then. Because, hey, it was my blog. And even if he didn't like it, I did. Plus, I kept finding adorable content from couples and other cute people online. And I knew that it would create some kind of social proof that, hey, normal, attractive people in the world are interested in this too. And after all, we are fighting a negative stigma stigma that's shown in reality shows like My Strange Addiction and whatnot. So to wrap up this episode, I just want to reiterate that kinks are supposed to be fun. That's the whole reason you want to add them to your relationship. So start from the beginning by making the whole process of introducing kink fun. Try creating a blog, sharing it with your partner, and even encouraging them to make their own blog. Tumblr is a free tool that you can use. You can sign up today. It's one of the most powerful resources I use to tell my boyfriend about what I wanted to try in the bedroom without even saying the words out loud. It made it so easy. If you could use some help, extra help, opening up about your kinks, head over to thelittlelounge.com slash ADDownload. That's where you'll find a summary of this episode in addition to a link to download my free guide, The Six Steps to Coming Out Kinky. It's where I break down the process for you step-by-step and make it really easy. That's where you'll also find a link to my Patreon page, which is the best way to connect with me. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I'll talk to you soon. 